you were looking for career advice from a career coach and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army, you'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. And this is your host, Tim Madden. All right. Hope everyone is doing well today on February 8th. Hey, welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. My name is Tim Madden. And if you don't know me, hey, that's my bad. We help those targeting six figures and multiple six figures, right? Land jobs they love quickly in today's marketplace. Maybe it's starting a new role, right? The best way possible. Because I know a lot of people struggle for that. And we also do some leadership and development because I consider myself a leader for life. And you should too, if you're listening to this podcast. Hey, we go live each week inside the Executive Career Network, which is the fastest growing career network on Facebook. We are almost up to 10,000 directors, VPs, and executives across the nation. Hey, if you're watching live in the ECN, say hey below. And we also stream to our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube. Um, and then, of course, we upload to everywhere on the internet. Maybe you're checking out the episode from Apple or uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I just noticed too, before we get started, Raquel, I'm so glad that the banner, the banner for the podcast, right? I'm taking some new pictures tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Taking some new pictures. I saw that picture and I was like, man, I'm fat in that picture. So hey, we, we, got, a, we got a new image for Tim Madden coming soon. Hey, do me a favor. If you get any... Um, if you get anything from this podcast today, if you could share this with a friend, because I know that people are struggling in corporate America. I know they're struggling. I know 96% of people this year are considering a career move. So how do you stand out? How do you stand out? That's what we're going to be talking about today. How we've helped so many people last year get jobs they love. Good news for those in the ECU um, Career Accelerator Program. We had eight offers come in in the past seven days of multiple six-figure offers. Congratulations to all the clients that accepted new roles. I wish you the best of luck. All right. Hey, and for those, me and Christina have a new book coming out soon. So probably in the next 30 or 45 days, right, we just wrapped up the book yesterday was the final eight. Hey, it was the, the final, it's nearly done. We're just picking a cover right now. And um, I'll let you know the, the title soon. But it's going to be around, right, how to get the job and money that you deserve in the marketplace. So I'm super excited to share all that with you. Stay tuned. Hey, before we get started, as always, if you need help in your career, you can go over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, schedule a free career consult with one of our enrollment advisors so we can find out, hey, what are you targeting? Why are you not there now? Where do you feel you need the most help and how we might be able to support you in achieving your career goals in 2023? Excellent. Episode 69. Hey, we helped a lot of people accelerate their careers last year. 752 professionals. And I wanted to share with you on this episode specifically, right? The, the people that really got success 
And the people that really didn't get success and what basically happened with those, because it's not always the plan. Sorry, there's a bug flying around if you're watching me live right now. Get away, bug. Hey, if it's not really the plan, hey, we have excellent plans here at ECU. We, we have, you know, automate. We, we have a lot of stuff to help professionals, but it's never the plan. It's never the plan that holds people back. So that's where I'm starting to, to today. The clients that had the most success working with us last year, I put down commitment to their success, but more importantly, they believe. So many people are skeptical and so many people don't know their true potential. Hopefully you get this concept because it took so long for me to like click in my head that really step number one is you have to believe you deserve it and believe it's going to happen. And it might sound cliche, but really I was thinking about earlier today, right? What's the, you know, when you just look at, let's go out on a limb here, right? When you just look at Alcoholics Anonymous, right? What's the first step in AA? Like admitting you have a problem. What's number two? What's before the eight steps though? So many people trying to worry about the eight steps when they don't even know they have a problem and they don't even have a belief that they can be sober. And I really do think that's with most job seekers nowadays. They don't believe that they could be at the level that they should be. Okay. They don't believe that a CEO wants to talk to them about how they can, you know, change their business unit and optimize it. So my best tip for you is just like my best tip for all of my clients. Do not worry about the plan right now, because if you don't have a strong belief in I'm going to be committed to my success, right? I'm going to continually believe that I am, you know, worthy of this position and I can operate in this position. Let me be very clear with you. The plan won't matter. The plan will not matter. Most people have it backward. They want to get the plan and then worry about committed and believing, and they never achieve their goals. So again, regardless of the plan, before it's even developed, you need to have a strong commitment to your success. And number two, you have to have belief that you actually are capable of reaching your true potential and that it is going to happen for you. I go back to this. I do this analogy with, you know, we do a lot of mindset because that's what holds most people back here um, that are trying to reach these, you, you know, higher echelon corporate levels. And we do exercises that we call reframing beliefs. Follow me for a second. Okay. Follow me for a second. If you keep telling yourself every freaking day how old you are and every freaking day, how there's age discrimination. Imagine that. Imagine saying that every day. I'm old. I'm 55. I'm 50. I'm 60. I'm 65. I'm old. I'm old. I'm old. I'm old. I'm old. Henry Ford has a great quote. If you think it's going to be a problem or if you don't think it's going to be a problem, you're right. So what happens with job seekers, this is just one of many self-belief, self-limiting beliefs that they have. They get focused on, I'm old, I'm old, I'm old, I'm old, I'm old, I'm old. They don't believe it. They're not committed to their success. Therefore, they don't believe the plan. So I encourage you, I challenge you right now to say, what are all of the reasons that I've been telling myself that I'm actually stuck? Are they true? Hey, if you're old and you're 60 years old, do other 60-year-olds have success in their career? Yes. So how are they having success and you aren't? Just some food for thought. If you do not get rid of these self-limiting beliefs of underqualified, overqualified, big company, small co all of these things, you are never going to maximize your true potential. 
So the clients that had the most success last year, number one, committed to their success. Okay. They don't tell themselves excuses and they have a strong belief about their potential and a strong belief that they're going to get it. That eight outweighs our plan here. Because if you don't have that, why would you ever implement the plan? You don't believe it anyway. Most people struggle with that concept though. The people that where it clicks, they're just like, oh, I just have to do this plan and then I'll get that result. Yes, absolutely. Number two, this is a reason why most people struggle. Okay. People typically highly underestimate the amount of time a high level search takes. Clients always ask me all the time, how long is this going to take? How long is this going to take? What do I do every, what do I need to do specifically every single day? Look, you're targeting C-suite roles, VPs of big companies. Competition is fierce. To those clients that's always told me, how long is this going to take? How long is this going to take? I always say, hey, how much time do you have? Is this a big priority for you? How can you commit the most time possible? Because most people don't manage their time and look at it every single day. So that's why we have like a success schedule here, which is, hey, when you're getting up, when you're going to bed, when you're going to work, if you're working, when you're hanging out with your wife, when you're cooking your food, when you're doing this, when you're doing this, okay, when are you going to work on your job search? Because it takes work. People typically highly underestimate. I brought this up a couple of weeks ago for all of the users that were affected, right, by the layoffs recently. They're like, oh, this is so tragic. I need to take multiple months off and I'm not trying to be insensitive. But if you have a six-month severance package, hey, just like I want to repeat this, take a week off and then get to your job search. Do not be one of these people that come to us four or five months paranoid that their severance is running out. They're about to be broke with no money because they've mismanaged their money and now they want to blame it on corporate. No, no, no. Give yourself more time than you need in these searches, right? This takes more time than you think. I tell the client, say every day we need 45 minutes. That's excluding if you have to prepare for interviews and do all of these crazy presentations, et cetera. So strap in. So clients typically highly underestimate it, but think about it. It should be hard. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, it should be difficult to get high level roles. It should be. Okay. They're competitive. They are competitive. It takes time to get in front of these decision makers. It takes time to prep on interview taxing strategies at this level. Hey, you're not going after jobs that are 50K anymore where you can just walk in, do one interview and walk out and, you know, get the job. Those days are likely gone. Number three, this goes in time number one so or number two. Remember, people highly underestimate the, the time. Number three, lots of people that we talk to here at ECU, most people want like a handout, right? Like, oh, can you just do all this for me? Can you do this? And the sad reality is no one can go on these interviews but you. When it comes to money and you get the call, no one can do that for you. And do you want really someone who's expecting some type of handout, some type of headhunter who just makes all of their dreams come true? It's just not realistic. And let me give everyone a piece of advice. Say you do easily, seamlessly land in to a high profile position of notoriety and you didn't have to do much specifically for that, here's what I've learned over the course of my life, okay? The universe has, you know, the universe is kind of, well, it's kind of justice. And here's what I mean by that. 
if you don't work hard for stuff, the universe has a way of taking that away from you, from that which doesn't belong to you. And I feel that, you know, if you do work hard for things, the universe typically isn't going to take those away. So I hope everyone going through a search, I hope it does challenge you. That's the only way you can grow as a leader. And if you get something easy, what happens? People typically don't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They don't appreciate it as much. Okay. So when you work hard, there's a sense of entitlement that, Hey, I earn my right. Isn't that what you want? Isn't that what you want for your employees? Right. You want them to work hard for their results too. Right. You don't just want to give them everything. How, how can you motivate and inspire people? So again, number three, all of these people, at these high level jobs don't think they need to be involved whatsoever in the hiring process. It's comical as a senior leader in America. Number four, people are scared of rejection. We deal with this all the time in the ECU program. They go on their first interview. They haven't interviewed in a long time. They're super nervous, et cetera. And then what happens is they say focus on maybe they just, for whatever reason, right? They had bad performance. Something wasn't clicking. It was an off day and it just takes them into spiraling out of control. Rejection is a part of this process, ladies and gentlemen. It's accept it, embrace it. Because here's what I always go back to. If you're in a high-level search and you're not getting rejection, you are targeting too low. You should not get the job every time you go on the interview. If that is said, right, you are probably not targeting high enough. The same thing with those of you that sell products and services to other companies. If 100% of your customers purchase your product, you're probably not pricing your products right. So remember, it is going to be difficult. It is going to be challenging, but you're going to have to push through it and you're likely to get rejection. It is a part of the process. You're likely to get ghosted too. Don't take it personally if you don't know how to lock down these next steps. Because remember a couple months ago, I said Indeed said 86, 85% of people who go on interviews who told they're going on a second round. Never hear back from the employer, the recruiter via email or phone, even after they follow up. Be prepared. Number five, scared of their potential. I see this a lot with people. They don't want to talk about themselves. Now, there's a fine line of being too cocky, talking about yourself. And then there's another fine line of not telling people that you can actually help their business unit help them grow, reduce turnover, increase efficiency, increase processes, have that go-to-market strategy, right? Make ads more effective. They're scared of their potential and they're scared of talking about it. Follow me for a second because I know a lot of people struggle with this. If you are scared of your potential and you can't talk to a company about how you can help them in some way, shape, or form, you do not belong... Let me pick up my mic. You do not belong as a leader in corporate America. Why would I ever want someone who is scared of their potential, okay, scared of their potential, scared of talking about things they can do for the company in a senior leadership role? How does that even make sense? 
that is not someone that I want leading a large team in any of my business units. So are you scared of your potential? Do you not like talking about yourself? Again, I'm not talking about being cocky. I'm talking about being logical. Hey, these are the specific things I did at the last organization that you said you're kind of struggling with right here. Can I run you through them? Here's what I did. Here, here's who is involved. Here's what I implemented. Here was the results. If you have problems doing that and talking about yourself, if you will, everyone inside the ECU program is going to beat you out in an interview. And likely other people too, because let's be honest, if you're targeting a multiple six-figure role, you probably have a coach of some sort, a coach who helps you communicate, a career coach, a leadership coach. You have someone in your back pocket. You just do. So you're competing at this level of everyone else who has coaches. How are you going to set yourself apart? How are you going to remove all these mental barriers so you can get the results that you need? This is something that our clients struggle with every single day. Number six. Commitment to lifelong self-development. These are the best clients that we deal with. They already know they have to put in work. They already know they have to go on the interviews. They already know we can't do every single thing for them, but they are committed to their success and they are committed to continually learn. During our hiring process here at ECU, that is vital. We do not, if I get on an interview with someone, I'm sorry, and they can't tell me the last book they read, the last course they bought or went through one for free or the last time they did something in regards to self-development. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, they cannot roll with Tim and Christina Madden in any of our business units. We treat self-development so important here because I don't know about you, but I take life seriously and I want to do better and I want to have new tactics and strategies and I want to know how to set non-negotiables for myself. I want to know how to do these things and I want to get better every year. If not, I lived a large portion of my life that way, right? I was just staying the same for years and years and years. That is not inspiring. And here's what I know. If you're not moving forward, you're going backward. And every time I've been moving backward in my life, unintentionally unaware of it, it's always caused depression, stress, anxiety. And you're likely listening to this podcast right now because you want to do better in your career. So I would say, what are you doing this year, even if you already have a job you love, to be a better leader, to be a better communicator, to be a better parent, to be a better grandparent, right? To be maybe a role model for other people in your family. Aren't these things that people want to do? These are things I want to do. And I really do think a lot of people want these things as well. So again, the people that got amazing results last year were committed to their success and they have already done self-development and they know it's been a priority in their life. And they know it's going to continue to be a bigger priority as they move up the corporate ladder. You've seen the hundred videos posted online. CEOs read a lot of books each year. Man, I'm rereading this book right now. If you haven't checked this book out, this book will change your freaking life. It's called The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. I've read this book 11 times. Or Be Obsessed or Be Average. Or The Power of Positive Thinking. Or Extreme Ownership by Jocko. There's so many just great, phenomenal books out there that I can't believe. I'm so excited when people... I was talking to a client this morning, right? And I was so excited to share the Extreme Ownership book with Jocko Willink because it's just a phenomenal book on leadership. One of the best books I've ever read. It's well-written, well-organized, et cetera. You'd be crazy to be a leader in corporate America and not to 
times. I highly encourage you to do that. So, hey, stay committed to your own self-development. And here's the thing. I'm not saying you need to spend a bunch of money or a bunch of time. Most people fail to consider that 10 to 15 minutes on an audible right before work, right after work on your lunch break, right, does a lot. I think there was a study done. Don't quote me on this. But if you listen to audible books in the morning, in the evening, during lunch, or like while you're traveling to work, if you're still going, if you're a, a, a commuter, one year of doing that is equivalent to an MBA. Imagine doing that every year. Every year. It's wild, right? All right. Next, seven and eight, right? Inaction, inaction. We've seen clients that have the right mindset or they think they do. They have the right plan, but they still fail to keep the required action each day. So if you're a job seeker, I got an analogy I want to share with you today. Or if you're considering a career search, which by the way, if you are, go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. We can help you, right? But it's the fire analogy. Follow me for a sec. To get momentum, there's, there's a couple different. There's treads, there's a rocket, and there's fire. I'm going to give you three analogies. So think about this. If I'm working on my job search today, okay? If I'm working on my job search today, and I get no results, no one cons, ta tax me, etc. I see you, Dr. Ford. That's an amazing book. Thank you. I'm glad you're reading that book. It's like putting wood on the fire. If today I put wood on the fire, and then tomorrow I do my job search, and I put wood on the fire, and the next day I put wood on the fire, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, what's logical to happen? The fire is going to get bigger. But what happens... If I take two days to work on my job search and then take two days off, that fire going down and up and down and up and down and up and down, not effective. If you're in a job search, you need to be chucking a lot of wood on that fire every single day to where that sucker burns so bright that everybody sees it. Most people don't do that. I see most people that say, oh, I applied for, yeah, last month I applied for three jobs and I'm waiting for, I'm like, you are going to going to be five years before you get a job. Remember number two, most people typically underestimate the amount of time it's going to take. So chuck wood on that fire, ladies and gentlemen, chuck wood. It's the same thing with the rocket, right? It's so hard to get started, man. How's a rocket work? It takes what? 90, 95% of the fuel just to take off the ground and get some momentum. Same thing with the tire spinning, right? You ever been stuck in mud? They're just spinning. But what happens when you just get that little bit of traction, you take off. These are all analogies, but it's the same way a job search makes. You have to take the daily action to be successful. And those that have the best plan and they're good leaders and they do this, but they're just not doing too much are not going to get the results. You know, we tell our clients all the time, you're in sales right now. You're trying to sell your product to another company, Right. And what do we worry about in sales, right? Hitting our numbers, staying accountable, checking our KPIs. That is the same thing, right, for a job search. So let's recap right here. Number one, our best clients last year, I'm going to tell you what they did. They had a strong commitment to succeed, a belief of their potential, and a belief that was going to happen for them. Number two, they are committed to self-development and leaders for life. And if that's you, congratulate yourself. That inspires me. And number eight, they take action. Every single day, they're chucking wood on that fire. The people that were not effective, 
highly underestimate the amount of time. They're looking for a handout at the executive level. They're scared of rejection, scared of their potential, and scared about talking about themselves. If you are struggling with any of those areas, I highly encourage you to get help. Sometimes we've talked to people 12 months ago, 12 months, 12 months ago, they, you know, they were in a bad place. We talked to them again. They're still in a bad place. Don't let that happen to you. What's that called? Insanity, right? Keep doing the same things over and over and over. Yeah, Dottie, I love that Atomic Habits book. I'm on number three reading of, I just read it for a third time with Robert, actually. It's just an amazing book. And if you struggle with anything regarding habits, which is basically your whole life, definitely get that book. So I, I just wanted to come to you today to say, hey, this is how we helped 752 people last year accelerate their careers. And I wanted to share with you some trends and not worry about the blueprint, not worry about the interview tactics and strategies, not worry about how to get on, not worry about any of that. Because if you don't have the strong foundation, which I just shared with you, none of that stuff will matter. It won't matter about the, the, the resume and LinkedIn you got somewhere from someone. It don't matter. Okay. Just some food for thought. Hey, we are super excited this year to have a couple high, high visibility professionals come on this podcast and inspire you. We are super um, excited to announce soon some of who those professionals will be. We are super excited to have them on board. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for the upcoming book releases for me and Christina to just give you tactics and strategies to help you in career and life. And again, it's less about do this, do this, do this. And it's more about here's what I have found to obtain a decent amount of success in my life and in Christina's life as well. Hey, until next week, if you are struggling, finding a new job, if you've been thinking about it for a long time, if you're, if you're, if you're starting a new job and you don't have a plan, if you need to enhance your leadership development, Go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Schedule a call with our enrollment team. Until next week, have a great day, everyone.